Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Whoa! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen. Tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time to begin our off-season roundtables. And as I said yesterday on the show, when we went through the Jets' year-end awards, we're going to begin with the best leadoff hitter in the business, the Ricky Henderson of Play Like a Jet, if you will, our friend Kayla Pace, who, of course, has worked all over the place. She's a contributor at playlikejet.com, but also former social media manager for the Connecticut Sun, worked at CBS Sports as a researcher for college football, was a TV anchor down in Amarillo, Texas, and I heard she almost took down the 72-ounce steak challenge. That's just a rumor. It's not substantiated, so I'm not sure if that's true. I'm just throwing it out there. Kayla Pace. Kayla, thanks for coming on and leading off the roundtable. Wow, that was quite the intro. You hype me up more and more every time. I will say I have never said no to a good steak. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, though, right? The big Texan steak ranch, because you lived in Amarillo and were a reporter down there. That's a big thing down there. Oh, yeah, it's a big one. Me and my dad did go. I will say I did not eat the 72 ounce steak, but I sat there jaw on the floor watching other people do it. But of course, I did get a steak from there multiple times while I lived there. It was like 10 minutes from my apartment. Rite of passage if you're living in Amarillo, for sure. And a rite of passage (laughs) when you're living in this area is getting good pizza, but it's also pulling your hair out if you're a Jets fan during football season. Plenty of that this year, but there were some good moments too, so let's talk about it. We'll start with this. 
your thoughts overall on the 2023 Jets experience? Um, I think in some ways it was the same as it always is, but in other ways it was obviously drastically different. I mean, it's rare that the Jets go into the season with a like surefire Hall of Fame quarterback on the roster, but it's also exactly Jets to, by the end of the season, be excited for your top 10 draft pick and nothing going the way you planned. So um, I think it was a lot of extra hype for like an extra amount of letdown. And um, it's just, it's disappointing to to see it like kind of fall out of grasp so quickly um, in the season. Because usually, you know, we got like some false hope through like week eight. And I wouldn't really say that was so much the case this year. There was the contingent of people who thought maybe the Jets would still have a chance without Aaron Rodgers. But most people were lost by the end of week one. So um, it's just interesting to see how different you look at the season um, when it's when it's hopefulness through the middle versus hopefulness through the first four snaps. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, we're in the same spot as usual, maybe a little bit hot, like higher of a pick, like, okay, we're not five, we're 10. Um, but nonetheless, top 10 pick, no playoffs, um, just a overall sense of disappointment and frustration. So how different is it really? What were some of your favorite and least favorite moments from the season? I mean, the obvious least favorite would be the Aaron Rodgers in, uh, injury. Mm. And I, when that happened, I was sitting on the couch next to my boyfriend and I was like, he's done for the year. And he's like, it could be an ankle. And I turned to him and I was like, shut up. This is the Jets. You don't understand. It is an Achilles. <laughs> and unfortunately, I was right. He spent the next like half hour still trying to convince me. And I was like, you keep talking. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that, that was as expected. I would say the highlight, I mean, I talked about this a little bit before, um, was probably the Eagles win just because that probably gave the most like satisfying, like we have the capability of being a good team feeling. Um, it depends on how you look at it. I didn't find the week 17 or week 18 against the Patriots win as satisfying as some might. Now we know Bill Belichick is gone. So was it nice to send him off on a loss against the Jets? Sure. But is he sitting at home giggling to himself that the Jets move back in the draft order? Probably. So um, there, there was um, very little to truly win in that game. But I think for pride purposes, it did feel good to like beat him at home. Um, I think that a lot of the highlight moments were like the individual accomplishments. So I think like watching Quincy Williams season was like a huge highlight and watching um, a lot of like the, the fan interaction pieces is always a highlight that I think the Jets do really well on like the social media side um, because the Jets regardless, and we know this, um, have one of the most dedicated, passionate fan bases in the league. So just seeing how like there was so much like talent out there on that field and it, maybe it was mismanaged and made it a little bit tough to watch sometimes. But I think that like you're watching the growth of a lot of young players in real time and it's fun to watch them like step into their own and like make a big play and like just the defense this year, this defense this year, I mean, it was, it varied a little week to week as we got later in the season and their burden got bigger. But um, I think that like watching them as a unit was just like really fun because um, those guys are just like, they're like a lot of them the future. 
So like there'll be people we still talk about 30, 40 years from now. So like that's that's really cool to see them like kind of come into their prime. Um, it's just too bad that it's not coming with more like big wins. But I think the offense just like made it real tough. Like all the downsides, I feel like we're offensive line and quarterback play. Um, I mean, I I know a lot of receivers, like we talked about Alan Lazard, like disappointing seasons and um you don't like to see that but also too like you have to give some credit where it's like with an unreliable quarterback that you don't really get to build chemistry with as they shuffle through three four starting quarterbacks throughout the year um it makes it really really difficult to kind of find your footing and like get going but I mean Garrett Wilson still managed to crank out a, a great season um at least statistically so um but yeah I would say the downsides would kind of be watching all the big offensive line signings fall flat. Uh, obviously all the injuries like, and I feel like it was a big year across the NFL for injuries that really took away from a lot of, of the quality of the game in general. And there was a lot of like poor quarterback play and an unreliable play um, on the offensive end of the ball this year. So um, just kind of seeing that all play out, the jets were kind of just like, another one of those teams affected by that. But I think a lot of it was, was by their own doing on the coaching end. So um, it's just frustrating to have like a big name, like generational talent come in and still end up with these kind of like scraps for lack of a better word um, that you have to field out there every day. And then you see some pretty uninspiring play calling to go along with it. So it's like, and I know PFF people like, hard to take it like right at face value because a lot of people disagree with the rating system. I think it's a little unreliable myself, but to see the number one defense and the last place offense is just like a hard thing to stomach as like a fan who knows that there's a team full of talent that just like it's, it's held back by a handful of positions and some like not so great coaching. And so I would say that kind of sums up, like how I would view the positives and the negatives as a whole defense was like a pretty net positive for me. And then obviously the offense was, uh, was a negative and like to see people comparing it to the Adam Gase years and like seeing statistically that in a lot of ways it was worse was like really hard to swallow. Lucky land casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. KP, where are you at on the front office and the coaching staff? Um, You know, I'm torn because I think that if you look at what Joe Douglas has done as a GM. Um, I mean, I don't think he did anything crazy by selecting Zach Wilson at, at quarterback at number two. I think that that was what most teams would have done in that spot. Um, it was like kind of just how the quarterback rankings fell that year. And I don't think that there was like a, a wealth of like amazing options in that draft that they should have like seen otherwise. Um, so it's like hard to say that that was like an egregious mistake because it, I mean, it just, he didn't pan out. And a lot of the times the quarterback choices are a crapshoot. Like um, it, it's really, really hard to land on a franchise quarterback. A lot of guys don't survive that long in the NFL. Like you don't get a lot of Tom Brady's or, or Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. Like the people that have those drawn out careers are not a dime a dozen. They're very, very rare. And I think the last like 10, 15, 20 years of NFL play have kind of skewed people's opinions on that because you just had like a golden age of quarterbacks that's now coming to a close. Um, but so I don't know if if Zach Wilson is something where I can like hammer Joe Douglas for that. I think logically when you look at it, like how he's tried to build the team, like he's making a lot of the right moves on paper, right? Like, you, I mean, we sign Lake and Tomlinson and you see like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Like the fans are pumped. You get a guy with like a proven record of success. And then he comes to the Jets and stinks. And it's like, all right, so like, what was he supposed to do? Like he got one of the best guys out there. And it's like, it's hard when like he he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, quote unquote, on paper. Um, and then it's just like not panning out or guys are getting injured and there's like a lot of frustration around that. Like I, I'm frustrated with the, how the, like the direction of the team has gone. He should have had a better backup quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers, besides Zach Wilson. Like there's a lot of things he could have done better, but I don't think, I don't look at like the strategy that he's built and the teams that he's fielded and think like, wow, he really like missed on where he needed to add. Like, I don't really think that way about him. I think it's been a lot of crappy luck. Um, I think that maybe some of the guys he's gone after on the offensive line have been a little bit too old, but again, proven. So it's like, what do you want to do? He's brought in a lot of young guys that haven't panned out. He's brought in some old guys that were a little over the hill. Like, it's not easy to just snag an offensive line of alignment in their prime. So, um, like, teams are very protective of those for good reason. So, I don't know. Like, I'm a little I, – I separate Joe Douglas a little bit in my mind from from Robert Sala and from Nathaniel Hackett and, like, that branch. Like, I know Sala and Douglas are close and they like to make a lot of their decisions together. But I just – I don't see how the pieces that have been brought in are translating, like, schematically on the field. And, like, that's more my issue. So, um, I mean, I'd love to give Joe Douglas a little bit longer of a leash for that reason, but 
Sala, like every time he gets up in front of the media and talks, I'm frustrated. Like I don't, I'm not buying his answers. I'm not feeling like, like he he's a straight shooter. Like I feel like he dances around the problem and tries to cover. And I know to some degree that's PR. And I know that to some degree, it's just like he doesn't have an answer. So that's definitely frustrating to watch. I would like to place more blame on the coaching staff than the actual roster construction while acknowledging like major problems in both. Kayla, where are you at on Woody Johnson? So I think that the one thing that you absolutely can't deny, no matter where you stand on this issue, is that he is the common denominator of all of the the bad seasons that we've had recently. So they've cleaned house a couple times. You've had multiple GMs. You've had multiple head coaches. You've had multiple quarterbacks. You've done all of it. And and the thing that remains is Woody Johnson. He's ultimately responsible for hiring those people. Um, I think that even though he wants to own the Jets and he says he's a football fan, like I think there's probably some teams in the league that have more of an advantage with experienced ownership and kind of understanding the actual game of football more. Um, I think that the Johnson's focuses have always been very split and there's a lot of teams that have owners that are very focused on just the team. Um, and like, it's great that he's passionate about it. It's great that he loves it. Okay. But like, if that's not translating, then that's not really doing Jets fans any good. I don't know. And I don't think we'll ever really know the full extent to which he's like pulling the strings because, Unless you're the Carolina Panthers, people aren't really throwing the the owner under the bus so quickly um, and are alluding to that. Um, but, I mean, you see the way that, um, like, players talk about, like, the people in the locker room that they really like. And, like, I don't think, and I don't think, it, in most teams, you probably won't hear this, but you don't hear a lot of guys being like, oh, man, I just love playing for Woody Johnson. And again, I don't know how much any of that really tells us, but at the at the end of the day, he's the common denominator. He hasn't made what I think is the right pick yet. And I know we, we've joked about this before in the past. Like if he wanted to sell the team, I would not be upset about it. Let's talk off season now. What would your strategy be? Any players in particular that you think the Jets should target? Yeah. So um, I think that uh, the draft, the focus has to be offensive line. Um, I think that like after this year, and I know it's gone back and forth a bit, part of the struggle of Joe Douglas was that when he got to the Jets, there was a lot of holes to fill. Um, and he went the route of largely late round offensive linemen. Um, and then also offensive linemen in free agency. I feel like he's tried a lot of different things. I think this is the part where quarterback for now is handled with Aaron Rodgers. Would I love for the Jets to be able to take a great young guy to learn under Rodgers? Sure, but this franchise is not at a point where you have that luxury to spend a pick right now on something that could be used three, four years in the future. That's just it's just not a thing, even two years in the future. Like we need talent in the building to help right now. Like if there's not offensive linemen to protect Aaron Rodgers, then that signing is for what? So or, or that trade is for what, really? So I think that that has to be the focus. Young guys, take your top picks with it, whether you're you're trading back and getting, because this is a really offensive lineman heavy draft. So if you can trade back in the first round, take two offensive linemen, be my guest. If you get one of the, the, the big ones at 10, that's also great. 
Um, but I do think that wide receiver needs to be addressed. I feel like going into this season, I didn't see it as such a need. And then that group has just fallen so flat and been so disappointing um, just as like a as a core. So, I mean, shout out to Garrett Wilson and Xavier Gibson and who I mean, Garrett Wilson, we could have seen coming. But I, I don't think anyone thought that those would be the two that we'd talk about at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, so I think. Someone I would love to see on the Jets is T. Higgins. Um, I I really like him as a receiver. Uh, I think he would he would play great opposite Garrett Wilson. Um, I think too though, while my my number one focus has to be offensive linemen in the draft, like that, I will say it till I'm blue in the face. You'll hear me say it a thousand times before April. I think that the most tempting like guy in my eyes. Um, is actually Brock Bowers. If I were to to divert from the offensive lineman strategy, I just really, really like him. I think that, like, I mean, you see it for the Chiefs. Um, you see it for the 49ers, and the 49ers are loaded across the board. But the Chiefs, season in, season out, like, when you have, like, really strong receivers and when you don't, um, when you have a really strong offense as a whole, and when you don't, like, Travis Kelsey is just the difference maker. And I think, too, like, it's just – especially when you start playing fantasy football, like you see just like how truly rare and like coveted a, a really, really solid, reliable tight end is. And you see like, even this year, like Sam Laporta for the Lions, like, I mean, just like the way that these guys just like elevate your offense to something else, like to see a guy like Brock Bowers, you can look at and say, hey, like they might be that future guy. That would be really like the temptation for me, but I think at the end of the day, if the quarterback is flat on his back, it doesn't really matter if you have that guy. So it's um, it's like frustrating to still not be at that point where you can kind of add like this quote unquote sexy pieces that make you that make you a next level team. It's like we're still trying to nail the basics, and I think that's something that like people just kind of have to wrap their head around like the basics is a solid offensive line. Like, and, and you're not going to like your skill players and their level of talent is not going to matter nearly as much if the quarterback can't get the ball to them. So um, as frustrating as it is to like, have to say like, I mean, I know a lot of people want a top wide receiver in this draft. I know people want Marvin Harrison and he's not falling to 10. I know some people might want Malik neighbors. Like that's great, but I, I don't see how you could pick anything other than a, a, a staple cornerstone offensive line piece. And again, as we've seen in the past, it tends to be kind of a crapshoot. The Mackay Becton draft, like people took, like someone took Andrew, uh, Giants took Andrew Thomas and, uh, and Worfs went and it's like, it was a kind of like a, a free for all in that draft of like, oh, which one's going to go first and who's going to be the most successful? And you see, like, it plays out, and it's not always as straightforward and a gold mine as you think. It's like, like the quarterback position in a way. So, um, I mean, I just really think that using that that pick on anything other than getting one or multiple offensive linemen because kind of be a disservice to the to the Hall of Fame quarterback that you're bringing back off an injury where we would like to reduce the amount of times he gets hit please. Kayla, as a former social media manager for the Connecticut Sun and a former TV anchor, I need you to grade what the Jets have done on social media and how they have made their videos and done their video presentations. You've worn many hats. You have a lot of experience in these areas. Let's hear it. 
So I am a huge fan of the Jets social media, and it's not just because I'm a Jets fan. Um, when I talk in like circles of other sports social media professionals, when I've done job interviews and I've done all these different things, I always bring up the Jets because they are able to do something that a lot of teams can't. Um, they dabble in like the exceptionally well-produced long-form video content. They have a whole team devoted to that, and it's excellent. A lot of the times, like, those teams um, I see across sports are very focused on, like, the serious and the highly produced. And, like, that is their niche and their brand. The Jets do something that I see so few teams do in that they are, like, funny and use, like, great use of memes. And, like, they don't take themselves too seriously on social, but they're also able to put out content like that. And I think that was, like, a very big, like direct source of inspiration for me when I was with the sun like really just a mix of like hey we can do both like you don't have to pick a lane like you can be both like highly produced well-branded and like know when to do that versus like when you win a game against a rival and you can clown them on twitter with like the dumbest meme and like three words of copy like I think that they just like bridge that gap so so well and like all the respect in the world to the Jets social team because it's not like they just have one social team cranking out like all of these things. They're like very targeted and focused and they've built it out and they've recognized the value of really good content. So like their their whole like one Jets drive production squad is incredible and matched by like an equally great social media focused like on trend um like always knowing like having their pulse on on what's going on on the internet like team that is so also like very niche and focused on what they do so i have like nothing but wonderful things to say about them and the content they put out Kayla Pace, contributor play like a jet.com you were the ricky henderson the very first participant <laughs> we knew you'd deliver you always do appreciate you <laughs> as always how can people talk jets with you on social media yeah, so Twitter handle is at KP underscore on underscore TV. I um, I look forward to hearing people's feedback on my opinions. I know a lot of people don't say that on the internet, and some people will regret saying that on the internet. But um, I'm like genuinely curious because we all we all like uh, observe and digest the sport differently, and we all have different theories on on how to how the Jets should be run or or what the future should look like. So I'm always like, as long as you can have a respectful conversation about it, I'm like super open to hearing what other people think. Cause I don't think that what I think is the end all be all. Those are just my quick postseason observations and just kind of how I felt throughout. So please it, interact. Let me know what you think. Tell me why I'm wrong, but like, <laughs> you know, no name calling. You know? <laughs> be nice and be respectful, but feel free to tell Kayla why she's wrong. Make sure you follow her <laughs> on Twitter. Check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com as well. And give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. It's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.